Hello, everyone, and welcome to I'm Not Drunk, I'm Autistic, the podcast. I'm Nara Birch. So today is a a different type of episode. I'm just kind of trying an experiment out. Um, I've just been having a lot of burnout and a lot of panic attacks lately, and I'm currently in the midst, not the midst of one, I'm, I mean, I'm like able to do this, you know, but like, you can tell there's definitely, I feel off. Um, So I thought that it would just be kind of interesting to just do an episode just where I'm just talking about my state of mind right now and what about my autism is helping it and what about my autism is hindering it and so i apologize if i cry or sniffle a lot um just my my goal is to mask as little as possible like i'm in my house i'm safe yes i'm talking to strangers on the internet but that's cool it's fine they can't you can judge me but Hopefully, you won't be mean to me about it. Um, Anyway, let me just kind of give a little background. So, this, I, I have lived in abusive situations all my life, and it's only been, oh God, since February, six months, six months since I've left both parental or spousal abuse. Um, and let me tell you, both of those, both of those are huge battles, huge battles. I was burnt out in ways that I've never, like, I didn't even know I was burnt out. It was just piling on and on. And I was doing so much. I was working and I was dealing with all of these abusive people in my life. And I was feeling suicidal and just like shit and I was doing shit just so much I had no fucking energy and somehow I managed to make it through the day somehow I managed to do all of that without killing myself which again I just I don't know how I I truly am baffled about how I was that like strong enough to get through all the situations It, it just It doesn't compute in my mind sometimes. But anyways, here we are six months after I've left my abusive ex-spouse. There's a great quote that's like really touched me since I left. That's, um, it's from a Maziatu song. I think I pronounced that right again. Sorry. Um, But like, it's basically... I have nothing to fear for the battle's already been won. And that is a very comforting thought to me right of now because I have won the massive battles. I truly have. I've won the battle with my parents. I've won the battle with my spouse. I've officially won the battle of not being lonely. Like, I know that the worst is over. Like, literally, the worst that I've been through can't is not going to happen again. I will never... Because I have, I have a support system now, and I'm never going to get to that point where I was 
alone in my bedroom talking to no one but my service dog for weeks on end. Um, that part's over, and I'm very happy for that. However, there is there is one battle right now that I still have to wage war with, and it's my mind. And God damn it, is that is not the fucking hardest battle of all. Because, like, here's the jam. At least I could, like move out of my parents' house. At least I could escape to my front porch and knit with headphones on and not have to talk to my spouse, but I don't get to escape my brain. I don't get to escape the just barrage of anxiety and emotions and fear and PTSD. It throws at me on a just constant basis. And I truly feel that I'm struggling right now. And like, let, let me make this clear. I am doing nothing, nothing on the same levels as what I used to do. I don't work anymore. I mean, like I do like this kind of shit in trainings, but it's all on my own schedule, my own pace from my own house. It is literally a dream situation for somebody with my, my special needs. Um, and I'm finally surrounded by supportive people. And it still is just as difficult. It feels just as difficult as it did in the shitty situations. And that's been burning me out a lot lately. Because, yeah, I have, I've escaped. But there's still this horrific battle in my mind. Um, and so I want to talk about something that all of my like (laughs) instincts tell me not to talk about because I don't want people to think that I'm nuts, but I am, but it's okay. So I've always had voices in my head. I've always had horribly critical voices that have just been negative, just constant, sometimes louder than others, but literally just just there to remind me about every mistake I've ever made, about every situation where I was alone, about every time I wasn't included in something. And they are—they suck. They really suck. Um, about like, I think two years ago, I stopped looking at myself so much as a broken human because that's what I felt. I just felt so broken. I just felt like, I couldn't relate to anyone in this human world. I felt like I just didn't belong. And something that's really helped me both spiritually and mentally is like to go, okay, I'm not a human. I'm a fairy. I'm someone from another realm who was brought here as like a changeling and isn't supposed to be here. And it's completely foreign for me. And But that's why I experienced the world in such a different way. And with this comes a new set of voices. And I just, I feel like I hesitate a lot about talking about this because as a child, it was drummed into my, drummed into my head um, by outside voices that if you hear voices, you're immediately going to the mental ward. You're, you're, you're nuts. There's something severely wrong with you. So I would just never talk about it because, like, I didn't want to go back to the mental hospital. I'd already been there twice. That's not a fun place. That's that's a whole nother episode there. 
So the new voices, however, are just the most supportive, loving, helpful voices ever. And I say what you want. Some people might not think it's fairies. Some people might just think it's my my subconscious actually being able to help me. But the way I like to process it and the way that makes me feel the most comforted is to feel that I have like the fairies watching over me. Um, and they, they've been helping me a lot through this burnout situation. And just, that's the thing. Even if I'm, even if I'm insane, I've never had voices that made me feel so good about myself. Like I would never want to take them away because they truly, they truly like, they're the supportive voices I didn't hear my whole life. They're like, a parent telling me I'm doing a good job or somebody asking me if I'm okay. And if I'm not, they say, okay, well, what can we do to fix this? Um, yeah. So I didn't think I was going to talk about that when I first started the podcast. Um, but honestly, this is helping me a lot. And I feel like talking to an audience during burnout, during a panic attack, I want people to see what autism looks like. Like something I'm currently working on is filming myself during meltdowns, which is very difficult, but I just, I truly want people to see how someone who is presumed to be high functioning, who looks like they can manage their autism, how we truly can crumble into just being locked in our own brains. That's what it all comes around to. That's that's the part of autism that's just been burning me out a lot is I get locked in my own brain quite a bit. Um, and there are things I can't verbalize. And the only way I can verbalize them is by hitting my head repeatedly. And my, my meat puppet doesn't like that very much. I honestly do feel better. I know part of my burnout is just because I keep looking back and I think a lot of it is that I'm, I'm okay. So let me start over. So all of my life, I've been going through these trauma situations, but I never had time to process them ever. Not a second because every second was spent trying to just survive to just get through the next trauma situation. And now that I'm finally out of the trauma situations, oh boy, do I get to process 27 years of trauma all at once? That's fun. Um, and that's another thing that like my, I'm going to just call them said the voices in my head. I'm going to call them my fairy support system. Cause like, I love them and I, I, I think that they're an important coping technique for myself. Um, so the fairy support system, they, there's a really, we, we have a really good way of just cry for 10 minutes, cry hard. And this is how I got over the death of my, my service dog as well. Like just think and feel that pain for 10 minutes and cry as hard as you can. And then you're good for the next hour. You know, just kind of let yourself do it in increments. And that's really how I got over, like, well, I didn't get over the death of my service dog. I miss her very much. But um, that's how I managed not to just break down completely. Because 
that's it takes very little to make me crumble and just fall apart very very little and that's a very scary thing that also adds to the burnout is just thinking okay well what happens next <sighs> like let's say i think i can go to the grocery store but then some there's a fire truck that drives by and that energy that i was going to take to the grocery store is is gone now but i've gotten a little off track anyways back to how i'm processing 27 years of abuse all at once um it's just i don't know it's just some days i can kind of look past it but there's other days where it's just a barrage of emotions and the way i look at the healing like it's it's i'll go back to one moment in time which was just horrible like i think the other day it was not having any friends like in high school and just like feeling so sad that there wasn't just like that one person like just one all it would have taken was one person to be like hey want to hang out with us and my life could have changed um and when i think about thoughts when i think about the past i tend to go back there um so they are spaced out it's not happening like constantly all at once but like it's just causing me to be so burnt out so burnt out and i i knew it wasn't going to be easy even when i left i i was never ever under the assumption that my life would in any way shape or form be easy but i thought i could cope with it more you know what talking about it and thinking about it maybe the fact that i'm not coping with it more is a good thing that that shows that i know i don't have to do it right away that i know that this is something i do need time to process and it's going to take a while kind of like it's 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 not a mask anymore i don't have to mask the healing i don't have to 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 just do it and be like done well i mean i never got to do it that's the issue here <sighs> sorry i've i i know like i know that often what sounds like rambling in my head is actually very coherent but i that's a, that's a, that's another part of the fucking burnout i have autism i don't know i don't know i don't know how my facial expressions are coming off to the humans around me i don't know what my social skills are doing i just truly don't fucking know and like it's just I feel like I say this a shit ton but autism is so hard. It really is and who <laughs> sorry, really trying not to just completely burst into tears. Cuz here's the thing, when I'm in the midst of a panic attack, like a full out panic attack, I don't think you guys would be able to understand me. Like even like my boyfriend would have will have trouble understanding me and he's still able to like translate but quite often when i get to that point i don't have words i'm literally just repeating a phrase i'm just 
repeating the last thing my boyfriend said because all my thoughts and words are locked in the brain and I can't get the vessel to cooperate, which is just unbelievably frustrating. And again, kudos to nonverbal autistic people who are nonverbal the majority of the time. Like, it's it's frustrating. I'm not going to say it's hard or it's scary because it's if hopefully you've gotten to a point in your life where you're like, this is who I am. And I'm sure it is hard and scary, but like, I just, I, I, I don't want people to think that I'm like telling you it's something you should think is hard or scary because it's not, if that's how it's whatever it is in your own mind, Jesus Christ. Anyways, I think we could all agree that it could sometimes be frustrating. It is frustrating not being able to communicate to the outside world what you want to say what you need to say, what you need to express. That is just a frustrating situation. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I should stop talking now. I feel like I feel better. I really, truly do. Um, and I hope that, like, maybe I was able to verbalize some shit for people going through burnout. I don't know. That's one of the things that I love most about that's a positive about my my autism. I I I do have a voice. I do have a rather rather eloquent way of expressing things or so I've been told which I really fucking hate when like I give a presentation and people are always so surprised that like I can string together a sentence which I guess it doesn't sound like I can right now. I say like a lot, which I notice, but whatever. It's cool. I'm not a valley girl from the 80s. It's fine. I don't say radical a lot either. Moving on. Um, you know what? My train of thoughts. My train of thought is just like completely shattered at this point. So I think I need to process the panic attack I just had. Because not only do I have to go through the panic attack. Oh, no. Oh, no. But then I have to process... What made me panic, which can lead to another panic attack. It's just a domino effect. Like, honestly, right at this moment, I still have shit I have to do. I still have to, like, pick up my boyfriend from work, which isn't terribly draining on the energy meter. But if my energy has been drained enough, it's like Stardew Valley, man. Let's say that you spend all day doing a shit ton of energy draining stuff, fishing and whatnot, and like, like you're you're at that part where your bar is like shaky and red and shit, and you don't mean to, but you accidentally like click your watering can or your axe once, and it uses up the last bit of energy, and then you die, and then like. Joja Cola or like a townsperson is going to steal your shit. Um, but that's a lot what it's like. Like the, the tiniest little thing can drain the energy bar that it's just been depleted throughout the day. So yeah, yeah, there's a stop recording button in front of me and I'm going to press it now. Thank you guys. If you stuck through this, this ramble of an autistic mind, um, and I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.